0: Hey there, this is Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to the audio version of my monthly updates for the Dallas-Fort Worth area home and housing market. Since this is the audio from a video update, you may hear me reference a picture or graph from time to time. I do my best to explain what's happening in those visual pieces anyways, so hopefully you can still get the content, and you can always go check out the video on my YouTube channel, Chase Hansen, DFW Realtor, if you feel like you missed anything. That should be all you need to know. Uh, You can find all my contact info if you need any help with real estate needs on my YouTube channel as well. I hope you find this helpful. Let's get into it. Hey there, I'm Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, here today for my monthly update for the DFW and North Texas housing market for October 2022. Now I was nervous when I started making these update videos that there wouldn't be enough to talk about month to month as a change and update. But boy, was I wrong. Uh, We continue to be in a fast changing market uh, with so many factors to consider whether you're a buyer or a seller. My goal with these updates is to give you the tools and context that you need to make smart decisions as a person who's moving or thinking about moving. Just like last month, we're going to hit three sections for you today. News on the ground, statistics corner, and then a real estate pro tip. That way that you can leave here today feeling like you better understand what's happening in the market, why it's happening, and can feel better equipped as a consumer for how things work in a home sale. That's where we're headed today. Before we get into it, go ahead and drop a like on the video, hit the subscribe button. I share these market updates every month to keep you informed, as well as local highlights for the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and tips and tricks for people who are moving or thinking about moving. If any of that at all interests you, make sure you're subscribed to this channel to keep up with all that free content. Now, let's get into the update. All right, let's hit the news on the ground. This is the part of the show where I let you know what it feels like to be in the home market this month. What is my team feeling as we serve buyers and sellers in the market right now? So last month, we talked about how the market was cooling. And we've continued to see that set in even more. The total number of home sales has been declining month after month, leaving more inventory available, completely shifting the energy in the market, leaving buyers more advantaged than sellers in negotiations, and the average home price now selling for less than the listing price. Now, let me give you some broader context, because you might hear that and be like, yeah, I knew it. The home market has crashed. It's crashing. uh, Prices are tanking. It's disaster. I knew we shouldn't have listened to this. Scott, hold your horses for a second. What we're seeing now is market conditions comparable to what we were experiencing in 2019, a much more normal market normal market, a much more realistic market. We tend to only have a short-term memory when we talk about the market because it's such a big factor in the economy. News media likes to churn out dramatic headlines every time there's any kind of change. There's still an inventory shortage. Not enough houses to meet the demand and the still growing Dallas-Fort Worth area. Market conditions are shifting though, so it's important that we get some things straight. After the last couple years of super fast-paced market, It's important to change our expectations on what's normal. A house sitting on the market for a month is normal. It's not necessarily a sign that the price is bad or there's something wrong with it. As demand falls to a more normal level, and inventory rises, aka we enter into a more normalized, balanced market, we're going to have to unlearn some of those old habits where previously in the hot market, a house being on the market for a month was a red flag because things were going in two days. But now that's the norm. So for buyers, this is why it's important to have an agent who's in touch with the market and can coach you on how to interpret what you're looking at on these listings. And then for sellers, this is why you want an agent who is honest with you about the current state of the market and doesn't just tell you what you want to hear. Because the stats for this last month, as I record this video, say that 30 days on market is the average for a single-family home in both Dallas and Tarrant counties. Now, the non-market-based reality that's having a major impact on people's experience on the ground are interest rates. Now, at the time of this recording, the average 30-year fixed rate just jumped to 7%. Now, interest rates vary a little from day to day, lender to lender, so you'll wanna verify what you can get with a lender that you trust and what the numbers look like today. But the point is that that number is up from just a couple weeks ago and significantly up from a year ago. Now, the rise in interest rates is something that the Federal Reserve is doing to target demand and fight inflation. So if less people can afford a mortgage and less people can buy a house, they the house to sit on the market longer, more inventory overall and leveling out of prices. That's the idea. here's what you need to know. The people most advantaged in today's market, like they usually are, are all cash buyers. People who have access to cash are going to be able to get deals because there will be less competition, more options, and they're not impacted by the negatives of the Fed's rate hikes. Now, if you're an investor, this would be a great time to jump on, on houses as well as investor loans since they're usually less tied to those federal rates. But here's something that I really want people to understand what I want the normal people and not investors to understand. If you're an average home buyer, if you're a normal person looking for your first home, looking to move into a new home, just because those crazy cheap pandemic rates aren't there anymore doesn't mean that you can't get a loan and get into a house. Talk to a lender, preferably a local one, not a big bank since local lenders tend to be better at closing on time and getting things processed. But run the numbers to see what works for you. Not what works for the news headlines. If you can afford it, the process of finding a house and securing a deal will be easier and the interest rates won't be where they're at forever. So down the road, you can refinance and get into a better rate and already have some of that equity under your belt rather than home prices pricing you out of the house you could have gotten today. So don't let fear-mongering headlines keep you from doing what's best for you and your family. Uh, So don't be bound the headlines. If you're an average home seller, just because the rising prices are leveling out, doesn't mean that your home is losing value. And this is important. Look, it may take a little longer, your agent may have to do a little bit more negotiating to get things locked down, but the vast majority of homeowners have a great amount of equity from the last few years. That hasn't gone away. A home is still your best hedge against inflation and recession as an appreciating real property asset. And houses are doing a lot better than the stock market right now, I'll tell you that. Here's the reality that stays true in rain or shine, recession or boom, people still need to move. Births, weddings, divorces, new jobs, all still happen. So make decisions based on your ability to afford the monthly payment and your life, not the headlines. This too will pass. Look, the day is going to come when the Fed takes its foot off the gas and then it'll be time to refinance and lower your monthly payment. If you do need to move in the next few months, make sure you're working with a professional you trust to tell you what's actually happening in the market, not just what you want to hear. You need someone who's honest with you. And if you're in North Texas, especially in the greater DFW area, I'd love to be that resource for you and help you however I can, whether you're buying or selling. We'll survive this together. That's the news on the ground. Drop a comment if you agree. If you disagree, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear it. Let's move on to our next section and talk about the statistics. This is our statistics corner, affectionately our nerd corner, where we dig a little bit deeper into the trends, the stats, and give you some of the research that explains not only what's happening, but why it's happening. So that's right, you don't have to take my word for it from the news on the ground. I want my clients to have a leg up in the housing market, so it's important to me to put some of these tools into your hands. So the thing I think that we should talk about today is inventory. Now, I know we talked about a little bit last month, too, and I have more data, though, and a different angle to share. Uh, I also know the word inventory sounds a little boring, uh, but once we get into it, I think you'll see why this is an important indicator for understanding where things are at and why I personally haven't given up hope, hope on the value of real estate. So today I want to show you this number, four months. That's the amount of inventory on our market in North Texas, four months. Now I'll explain what that number means and why it matters in a second, but a consistent story in the news is about how we've had this percentage increase in the amount of homes for sale. So take our MLS for instance, we had under 12,000 homes for sale at the low point earlier this year. And now at the most recent point on on this graph is August, and that's over 26,000 homes for sale. The story the news outlets want to write in that is that the market is being flooded, so real estate must be crashing. And look, what we need to remember is that our starting point, the the lower number on this graph was historically low. So increasing the amount of homes for sale is not a swing in the other direction. It's really just it's creeping closer to normal. We're not suddenly flooded with homes. There's actually still a serious shortage. Take this article from ABC News, for example, about how new home construction isn't keeping up with DFW's population growth. They're saying that the Dallas-Fort Worth area was over 85,000 housing units short in 2020, and the area has not gotten smaller since then. So what's the big deal about four months? The big deal about having four months worth of inventory is that a balanced market is 6.5 months, six and a half months of inventory. Hey there, this is Future Chase just breaking into the podcast for a second to let you know that I recorded this video before the end of september about two days before and so i was working from uh numbers that had not been finalized yet when dealing with the monthly inventory and actually the final inventory numbers for the month of september in 2020 uh 2022 rather was 2.8 months not four months which actually makes that inventory shortage more notable not less noticeable wanted to offer that correction here in the middle of it Now let's get back into it. Let me explain. I was at at an event the other day where an economist was giving us his economic forecast for 2023. It was Dr. Mark Dotzer, who used to be the chief economist and director of research for the Real Estate Center Texas A&M. He knows a thing or two about real estate economics. And if you're not an Aggie, don't worry, he has his PhD from UT, uh, so bases are covered. But he was making this point, that a well-balanced market, a balanced market, is 6.5 months of inventory. Now remember, we're now at four, balanced is 6.5. So we still have a real measurable housing shortage. What Dr. Dotzer told us about this is really interesting, though. He said that in their research, and the Texas A&M, the real estate center, is the place for real estate research. He said that in their research, they found that inventory is the number one indicator of what's going to happen with home prices. That's what they found. It's the number one indicator. 6.5 months is what they consider a balanced market with about 2% appreciation rate. That's a 2% rise in home prices year after year. So 6.5 months worth of inventory gives us that stable 2% appreciation rate, and we have two thirds of that. Then a reasonable expectation is that appreciation would continue above that balanced rate. Look, we can't promise that. No one here has a crystal ball, but based on the numbers, it's a fair guess. We don't expect price stability to be in jeopardy looking at the numbers that we're seeing. so. His take and prediction is, if you think prices are too high and unaffordable now, just wait, because they can get higher. Now, the reason I share that is not that I relish in that, um, but it's to give you the opinion of an expert who's way smarter than me. I'm not flippant with affordability. I actually wish homes were more affordable, because I want more people to be able to buy. I believe in the value of home and the ways it can change people's lives. And I want that for my friends, for my clients but here's what he's saying. Um, And look, I can't promise what's going to happen. I'm not the economist, I don't have a crystal ball, I'm not a genie, but I do this research and listen to these experts so I can give you the best information I can find. Now, the reason I share that is for two types of people who might be listening right now. Two types of people. The first person is looking at the news headlines and thinking they can play the system if they just hold out. They think they can get a better deal, but look, if your idea of a better deal is a lower sales price, then I wouldn't count on that. That's what the numbers are saying. That's what the stats, what the experts are saying. Now, if the problem is interest rates, and I can understand that being a problem, who knows where those are going to go and how quickly, but refinancing exists for a reason. The second person is the normal home buyer who's just worried they're going to make a mistake. That That if they bought right now, the market will crash and their home value will get cut in half and they'll be ruined. To that person, you should know this. We are 15 years into a housing shortage that is not being caught up with and so even if we enter into an even more normal market we still don't have enough housing and affordable housing being built to catch up with overall demand at some point interest rates will not be what they are today and when it becomes cheaper to buy and another influx of people enters the market that pushes prices up even more so if you're not already in a house you'll be catching up not riding that wave plus dfw is supposed to hit a population of 10 million people in the next decade that's a lot of growth for our area and again there's not enough houses for that influx of people there's not enough houses for the influx we've already had and more demand with not enough supply means prices go up that's just basic economics even more reason to think that our market would be more resilient than the average home market as we likely enter into a recession as a broader economy so again I don't have a crystal ball. Can't say it enough. I can't make promises about what's going to happen to your home price. Every investment has risk. But the reason I feel so strongly about real estate is because it is so stable and so predictable in the way it holds value and gains value. It is historically the best hedge against inflation, and it tends to be one of the first things to rebound in a recession. So if you're worried prices are going to drop. I hope that gives you some peace of mind and helps you think through things a little bit because at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you your home and your family i I hope for your sake that's an invest in an investment that grows and builds value and stability for your family rather than waiting for the the imaginary perfect moment that never comes but yeah that's this is what we're seeing so let me know what you think in the comments Do you think home prices in dfw are going up or down i'd love to hear your thoughts why you think that now let's move on to our final section our pro tip all right our last segment of the day is a pro tip this is the part of the show where i explain a part of the real estate transaction so you can have a better handle on how things work and be an informed buyer or seller today let's talk about open houses everyone is probably somewhat familiar with an open house but Let's break it down a little bit. An open house is a window of time that a house is available for anyone and everyone to view it without an appointment. Usually the listing agent or sometimes another agent in their office will market the house as open, set up street signs, and be present for people coming through for a couple hours. Uh, So what's the value of an open house? What are the best practices for buyers and sellers? Let's start with sellers. For sellers, there's a lot of value in an open house. It's an additional layer of marketing visibility since Any people searching can see that the house is open. Your neighbors can see the signs and know friends are interested in the neighborhood. It gets multiple people through the house at once. So instead of five separate appointments where you have to tidy up and leave, it's just one stint for a couple hours. And with a good agent, it's a chance for someone on your team to be there talking up the house, answering any questions, and helping buyers see the value in the place. And this is a piece that I see vary the most from agent to agent. There are times when I've walked into an open house and the agent is sitting at the dining table on their iPad and doesn't even acknowledge people are there. Just, just a warm body. And then I've been in open houses where the agent might as well be a used car salesman and just practically won't let you see the house because they're so in your face. My philosophy when I'm doing an open house is I want to make a warm, hospitable space for people to tour the house. That starts with making sure it's clean, the lights are on, it's ready for viewing. Uh, then I want to engage people in conversation, get any questions or feedback about the house that I can. Uh, but for the most part, I want to give them space to see and experience the house. I wanna offer them helpful info sheets, maybe a bottle of water or cookie, ask them to sign in so we can follow up about their interest in the house. But the goal is to give people the best possible experience Uh, as they're walking through your house so that they can leave with good vibes and are more likely to think about an offer. This is the stuff that's going to be more and more important as houses start to sit on the market longer and take real work to sell, is how your house is presented to potential buyers because it won't just sell in two days anymore. For buyers, an open house is a chance to go see a house without having to schedule an appointment. So oftentimes when buyers are first starting their search, they'll go to open houses, since maybe they can see a few on a Saturday afternoon and they can start figuring out what they want. My warning to you buyers though, is that the agent sitting at that open house is not on your team. They're on the team of the seller. And I can tell you this honestly here since it's not gonna mess up when my open houses or sales, uh, but a real estate transaction is kind of like a divorce. The buyer's side has an agent, and the seller's side has an agent. And just like in a divorce, you don't want to go ask your ex's lawyer for advice. You want your own lawyer to give you advice. In a real estate transaction, you don't want to go talk to the seller's agent. You want your own agent. It doesn't add to your purchase cost to have an agent representing you as a buyer. So it's free to you to have a realtor on your team. And when you're going to open houses, the best thing for you to do is to bring your agent with you or to tell them that you have an agent already because they're not allowed to give you advice that disadvantages their seller. Talking to them can only help them, not you. So if you want someone who can help you with strategy, negotiations, and give you real advice as you're looking at houses, uh, you need your own agent. So if you're a buyer, don't call the agent on the for sale sign or who's sitting at the open house. Have someone that you trust, preferably a recommendation from a friend, or if you're in the DFW area, I'd love to be that resource to you. Um, But yeah, be prepared and thinking about that as you're going through open houses. Open houses are a great way for sellers to get your house in front of more potential buyers and maximize your marketing strategy. If you're a buyer, it can be a good way to see more houses without needing to schedule an extra appointment. I hope this advice helps you better understand how they work and be better prepared whether you're a seller and your agent is asking you to set aside a Sunday afternoon for an open house, or if you're a buyer thinking of attending an open house. That's my pro tip for this month, open houses. Drop a like if you've ever been to an open house or if you found that info helpful. And if you have anything that you'd like to hear about in the future for pro tips, things that I can explain to give you a better understanding of something in buying or selling your house, let me know what that is in the comments. I'd love to hear from you. All right, that's been this month's update for the Dallas-Fort Worth area North Texas real estate market. If you found any of that helpful, uh, make sure you've given this video a like. Let me know what you think about what's happening in the real estate market in the comments and make sure you subscribe to the channel for all the other content coming soon. Thanks for joining me today. Again, my name is Chase Hansen. I'm a realtor serving the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area North Texas. If you or someone you know are looking to buy, sell, or lease a property in that area, I'd love to connect and help you however I can. Find me on Instagram at DFW, And be sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel for more real estate tips, tricks, and for local highlights for the DFW area. I'll see you next time.